You want some more of this bitch? Welcome to the Three Kings Podcast, where everyday blokes act like kings. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first song, I'll tell you in another. Hi, I'm Nick, and sitting across the table from me is Madge. What's happening, Madge? Hello, I'm good. Um, we've got a special guest in today. We've got Rage from TNC Graphics, and um, yeah, we're going to ask her some few questions about what it's like um, starting from scratch and being a chick in the industry. Hey, Rage, thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having me. That's right. How was your flight up? It was good, yeah. No babies behind me <laughs> and got to the airport two and a half hours early because of the mad rush, apparently, but... Just straight lined it for the bar and had a bit of fun, a bit of chit chat with this old guy beside me, and yeah, on my way. Perfect. Our shit is wearing masks on that plane. Yeah, I know. It's so weird because like you feel like you've gone from wearing masks to not wearing masks, and then back onto wearing masks. And yeah, back to normal. Yeah. It, you don't have to wear a mask when you're drinking a Canadian club, but <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like you, you're you're sitting with all the passengers waiting for the plane. What difference is it from sitting, waiting to get on the plane to actually sitting on the plane? Like, there's literally no difference, no but idea. yet you have to wear a mask. Yes. I know. It's just that confined space of the plane, I think. That's where you'll get COVID, eh? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I, I literally looked around the plane. I'm like, oh, my God, how much COVID is in this air right now? Yeah. But, anywho. <laughs> um, so, pretty much fill us in how you got started with TNC. Like, how's yeah. as your journey been going and... What kind of got you into it? Yeah, sweet. So about 12 years ago, I studied graphic design full-time in Canberra. So I was was down there and then um, I finished my course and I'm like, all right. So I handed out a heap of resumes to everyone in Canberra, all these different graphic design studios, and everyone was knocking me back going, Rach, you need like four years experience. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how am I meant to get a foot in the door? And then you start like applying for like jobs that you don't really want you're like oh I'll just give this a go and whatnot and then anywho I didn't end up getting a job and I was so I was actually working at a petty uh, petrol station in Cooma down, <laughs> down near the snow so I was just continuing with that and then um believe it or not one of my girlfriends she just said hey Rach I'm dating this new guy his name's Joel um yeah, he's a graphic designer. And then I met him and I go, hey, man, what's going on? I go, you don't have any jobs going, do you? And he said, yeah, actually I do. He goes, I work at TNC Graphics and we do have a position available. And I said, no way. And I go, well, I'm actually in Sydney in two weeks' time because I was actually heading up um, for McFa- um, McFarlane's funeral. Yep. So I was up there and then I dropped the... Um, like my portfolio just with like my TAFE work and whatnot in there to TNC met the crew and they said when can you start like we're ready for you to start straight away and I was like this little country chick down in Cooma (laughs) and I'm like oh mate I just got offered a job in the big smoke and like it was a big deal for me because I'm like I've just grown up near the snow and and I was like shit all right well let's go and then so I hit up a few mates and I said, oh, you reckon I can come stay with you guys for a bit and see how this new job goes? So, yeah, I literally moved up within two weeks and then, yeah, like I was full country chick. I had like my birdcage in the car <laughs> and I had no idea what I was lined up for and then just did a couple of months with TNC and I said, yeah, this is what I want to be doing for sure. And, um, was, and T- I, was TNC originally a motorbike graphics kit or was it just a some type of company that did yeah. graphics and stickers or 
So, so uh, two guys, Tim and Craig, that's where they got their name TNC from. Yeah. Um, they created TNC back in 1986, I believe. Yeah. Um, where they, I'm pretty sure they specialised more in like just the general business signage and yeah. did like they might have quote me if I'm wrong, but I reckon they did about maybe 70% business signage and then 30% motos. Yeah. Like so, it wasn't like their main um, revenue. Yeah. yeah, and then. They got into motos a little bit more and whatnot, and then when I joined the team, they were pretty moto dominant. I would probably say it was maybe seventy percent motos, thirty percent business, and yep. like business signage. And then, so yeah, then um, yeah, that's kind of where it like came about. And then yeah, I yeah yeah been doing it ever since. Yeah. So how did um? So obviously you own TNC now is that yeah, correct yeah so, so how did that all get transitioned so I worked for TNC for two years um and then I was like oh look I really love it but my all my mates and that were down in Cooma and my partner at the time he was in Braidwood and I did so much travel like I would literally work Monday to Friday pin it back down to Braidwood or Cooma and yeah. then um Sunday mo- uh, Monday morning at like 4am in the morning I'd pin it back up to Sydney for work and then I did that for like two years and then I got to the stage where I'm like, you know what, I love hanging out with my mates and Sydney, like, I find Sydney's a little bit hard to like find your little click. Yeah. And especially being in like a motorbike industry where it was all guys, like I didn't want to be like, like I had a partner down in Canberra, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm hanging out with this guy every weekend. So I'd pin it back down, hang out with my pals, come back up to Sydney and then I got to the stage where I'm like, nah, I think, you know what, I think I'm going to move back home. And yeah, because you can only do that for so long. Yeah. It takes a toll on you doing that yeah. every weekend. I found if I had like a really good group of mates in Sydney, I'd be all for it. But I was just pinning it back home every chance I how could. Long, how long was the drive? Um, About three hours. Each yeah. way? Yeah. Well, I'd pin it to Braidwood all the time because my partner was there. Yeah. But I, yeah, about three hours. and But that seemed like literally five minutes down the road because yeah. I when did it so often. It, yeah. it was easy. But yeah, and then um, I came to the decision. I said um, to the boys at TNC, I go, you know what, I think I'm going to call it, call it quits. I said, I'm going to move back home. And then they said, oh, what a shame. We were actually going to ask if you wanted to buy into the business. And I said, oh, you're serious? Because I, you know when you love your job, but then you're trying to weigh out. And I said, you know what, this is my dream job. Like, yeah. what? why am I just going to go back to Canberra and probably do like a shitty job to when <laughs> I give up something so good up here? Yeah. And then so I was like, you know what, stuff it, let's let's give it a crack. And so I went to the bank and I said, hey, I need X amount of money. And they said, you're a 21-year-old, you don't own a house, you don't have any assets, we're not going to lend you the money. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So I went back to the boys at TNC and I go, guys, I can't get the funds to buy into the business. And they said, oh, well, how about this price? And I go, oh. Went back to the bank and they said, yeah, you're on, you, we can lend you the money because like... Anywho, my mum and dad and my nan and pop came to the party, even better than the banks because <laughs> yeah. they hate paying that, paying interest and all yep. that schmozzle. But, um, yeah, so glad I got really good family to support me in that. So I ended up getting the funds um, and then I bought – so at that stage there was two business owners, like of TNC, yep. um, and that was Rob and James. And I ended up buying James's share of the business. And then um, – so Rob and I became business partners for the next, like, four and a half years – and yeah he was there was a massive age difference between us like he was about 52 and I was 21 but (laughs) it worked so well and he had like the 
sorry, he had like the full um, wisdom, business knowledge, life skills, all that. And yeah. then I was the one that brought to the table like creative flair. Yeah, like yeah. The, the young creative flair, yeah. yeah. That was so probably missing. So it's pretty good that you bought into a business that had a mentor to pretty much teach, Absolutely. You, pretty much teach you along the way till eventually sure. you took over. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And like... But I, I was just thinking on the drive here, I'm like, I don't even think me and my business partner Rob ever had one blue in yeah. that four and a half years. Like, we just worked so well together. And even though, like, we were our own people and at completely different stages in life, we just worked phenomenal together. And he was, yeah. You just like knew your I part agree. in the business and he knew his part in yeah. the business and you just For kind sure. of stayed in your little sections and Absolutely. worked together to yeah. build an amazing company. Yeah. And, no, nah, it was good. We're our own people, but we worked phenomenal together so so grateful i owe like so much to rob he's a real champ yeah well you you obviously got lucky um finding a good business partner like that because it it could have gone to shit you know a lot of partnerships yeah it's pretty much like a marriage really or a relationship like if if you don't click with your business partner or the person you're dating doesn't matter how hard you try it's gonna fail so it's like they always say, you never go into business with friends, but unless they're like like-minded, like you, exactly. it's yeah. it's and doomed doomed to fail. So that's it. I didn't even know Rob like prior to starting at TNC. So I worked with him for two years, and then we just worked well in that time. And said, you know what? And mum and dad are the type that are like, just go for it, Rach. If yeah. it doesn't work out, then at least you tried. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, but it worked out for the best. That's for sure. And being twenty-one, was that pretty scary for you to go? Hey, I'm gonna get. A fairly sizable loan to try and get into the business or were you like no nah, I don't really care what happens I'm gonna have a go I'm only 21 and yeah. if it fails it yeah. fails or no I was, 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 I was all for it like yeah. and I had the passion like I was I love the job so it was yeah, a no-brainer for me usually really. when you got a lot of passion and a lot of love for something it flourishes like pretty easily pretty for organically sure. you don't need to yeah. you know try too hard to make it yeah. grow there wasn't really a stage where I'm like, oh, oh, actually there was, I was at the moto track once and this chick, like I, it was a family actually. And they said, oh, what are you doing buying into TNC? Like that's way too risky. And I said, what do you mean? Like if you have that much passion, you can make yeah. anything work. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you're going to learn from it. And anywho, I'm just so glad that I did, didn't listen to them because they were filling my mind with doubt. And I was like... <laughs> You know what? But then they're the they're the family that are still like living out of their garage, yeah. and yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm like, you know what? My parents were the ones that were like, "Go for it, Rach. Just give it a crack." And that's where I want to I want to definitely take advice from people that I really respect. Yeah, so. but it's good. It's good that you say that because a lot of young people don't understand in this world that doesn't matter how successful you are now. People are still gonna hate on you. Like they're gonna go, oh, like she's lucky. She was the only reason she's here now is because she had Rob and these guys to mentor her to take over the business. Like, but they don't really see that behind the scenes. Say you've put in 13, 14 hour days. You're working seven days a week straight, kind of thing. They just assume that you're lucky and hating you. So it's good that you don't, you didn't let that chick go. Oh, what are you doing? And try and fill your head with doubt and try and bring you down to not go go to it. Is that yeah? Oh, 100%. If I listened to her, I would not be where I am today. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, I remember when I got my work car and I ended up getting, like, a Chrysler and 
a few people were like, oh, geez, look at the car you drive. And I said, mate, you want to see the 2 a.m. night shifts that I've yeah. been pulling at TNC? <laughs> I'm like, I'll be working till 2 a.m. Like, but that's what people don't see. Exactly. And then they just see the flashy car or yeah. whatever you're driving or get these ideas in their head. And I'm like, no, nah, man, there's so much behind the scenes. Yeah, and when you risk it and go out on a limb like that and do your own thing, the rewards do come, but it's hard. That's why not everyone does it, you know. Absolutely. I definitely, I definitely didn't start in a Chrysler either. I, I was definitely that country chick that drove like a little pulsar and a few people were like, what, you, you're in that car? I said, yeah, mate, started from the bottom. I'm like, I'm not rolling around in a Range Rover to start with, which is kind of cool because like now I'm at living a real comfortable life that yeah. like through hard work. Yeah. So, But people just think it all gets given to you. Yeah, fell in your lap. Yeah. Yeah, no way. I just had mum and dad saying, go for it. And then here I am. So, no, that seems good. Um, So, what else were we going to ask you? Oh, so how long all up now have you been doing it for? How old are you now? So, I'm old as fuck, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm 32. um, And yeah, I started when I was 21, worked for them for two years, and then um, was business partners with Rob for four and a half. And then for I'm almost up to five years of owning it solely. Um, and, yeah, I've got a good little team that work for me in that. But, yeah, it's about 10, 12 years now. So yeah, sweet. How many people you got working for you now? I've got three chicks that work for me, actually. And, yeah, um, yeah we have such a good time. It's crazy because uh, we just relocated the HQ. Yeah. And we're partnered, like, beside us, we've got this really cool moto shop um, called Ironheart Garage and that. And they, they said to me, Rach, you're like in a male industry and, and did you purposely hire all chicks? Yeah, that's <laughs> what we were going to ask you yeah. about. What's it like being a chick in a male-dominated kind yeah. of industry? That would probably be like, oh, honestly, the guy, a lot of our clients don't like, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Like, this is something where I haven't really portrayed through the business yeah. that they're dealing with four chicks behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, we Like, don't get me wrong, we've had guys work for me in that and that it's been great. But yeah. it just, because I'm being the lead designer, I then had a couple of guys work for me and then one of them would move out and then a chick would fill in his spot. Um, but these chicks also who work for me, they're all like moto chicks and yeah, BMXs. So they love this sport so as well, yeah. They are all about the extreme sport. It's not like I'm pulling like a nail salon chick out <laughs> to come work for me like mads who works for me she's ridden motos like a for ages um tyra who works for me she's a bmx shredder and she's real good at that yeah and then renee my admin chick she's got kids that are in the sport and we all love it like it's not like we're um princesses or anything yeah, by any means so well, that's probably why you've been successful because you surrounded yourself with people that love it as well so you're not you know they're not yeah. dreading coming to work every day yeah, absolutely. Well, we oh, we honestly have the best time at work. Like, it's so much fun and all the girls, like, we've all got that real hard work ethic. So, if there's, like, someone that comes to work for us and they're real chill, we're like, nah, you're not going to fit in because it's real hard to see someone cruising when we're all, like, yeah. running yeah. around. You'd, there's yeah. always that one person that on the work yeah. site that's just lazing around and everyone's hating on them. Yep. We're like, we're all putting the effort in. Yeah. Come on, man, you need to put the effort in. And they're like, nah, don't want to exactly. do it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. When you came out of uni, did you were you already in the motor industry or yeah. So, yeah. so was it was it fairly easy to go from um, graduating from uni in graphics design to start making motor kits yeah. or Absolutely. So I've like grown up with bikes my whole life. Like my mum and dad introduced me to motos and my brother used to race and 
Um, before I even started at TNC, our whole weekends for since we were probably like seven years old were just filled with moto races. Yeah. And like it wasn't just like your little clubby around the corner and whatnot. We were um, going to the Australian titles, um, New South Wales titles, stadium crosses, um, arena crosses, like all that stuff, and crosses. Yep. So, but like it's been a whole family affair. Like my mum was always running around doing like the. Um, full official side at the track so yep. at Amcross she'd be running the whole event and then my dad would be racing and my brother and I'd be racing and then on the Sunday Arvo after the racing we all get in the car and we're like all right so how's everyone's day going <laughs> and that and so it's definitely nothing new I've been doing this for ages and um, then I also d- um, dated a guy who was a professional um, rider and yeah, traveled nice. around everywhere with him went to the states like uh, New Zealand like everywhere so I've definitely been around the industry for yonks. And that's probably why you're so successful in the industry because it's not like you've just inserted yourself in the industry now. You've pretty much grown up the whole yeah. whole time. So yeah, when I, when I got off, well, when I was speaking to Joel and he goes, "Yeah, we got a job going at TNC," I said, "This could be my ultimate dream job." I'm yeah. like, and I, I'm very much a believer of like um, the universe always delivers in that, and it just happened to be at the right time. And yeah, well, you did. You took a big risk coming from you know Coomer or Canberra to. Sydney it's a massive change yeah absolutely it was it was a bit like nerve-wracking because I like coming from a country and then going to the big smoke <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah but it is what it is and it's been fun so where's your HQ now in Sydney or back where you live so definitely in Sydney it's yep. been in Sydney the whole time okay. so it was in Penrith then we moved over to Amy Plains for a bit yep. um and then we're back into Penrith so we kind of like during COVID and that as well it was like I remember my mum my saying to me, oh, Rach, like, people don't need graphics to survive through COVID. They need toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and I go, oh, all right, yeah, true. And then um, I said, all right, well, we'll pinch our money and just make sure that we're not blowing it on yep. anything stupid. And yeah. then um, before I knew it, like, there was a qu- there definitely was, like, this quiet month. Yeah. I'm like, all right, girls, we've got to, like, just keep an eye out, like let's start pushing it on socials and that. And then within that month, I swear everyone, like, well, it was unfortunate, like a few of them were let off with their job or whatnot, but they're sitting in their shed looking at their motos going, yeah. all right, I need to kit it out. And during COVID, it was literally our two biggest years yeah. in um, in the business ever. And it was actually, to be honest, I was um, just pre-COVID, I was actually going to sell TNC um, because I was at a stage where I'm like, you know what, I want a family want to dedicate because I I work so hard that I'm like you know what maybe I might have a family and yeah. and um, sell the business and take that step back and then um, when COVID hit that kind of fell through the gentleman who was going to buy it he said oh I'm a bit nervous from my yeah, own business pulled the pin yeah pulled the pin and then it did me the world of good <laughs> because we had our two biggest years in business ever and then it kind of like um, the spark came back. And I was like, you know, this is exactly what I want to do. And I I did end up having a kid as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you've got a good crew that works for you and business is thriving, you can kind of let them take the reins a little bit and take some time yeah. for yourself and, you know, Absolutely. start a family. You don't have to give it away to start a start a family. Nah, I think because um, I, I worked so hard for like 10 years that I was like, you know what, they're Just like, I feel – probably one of my biggest struggles is trying to find that balance between work and life yeah. like family life because i love to work yeah. and <laughs> it's just it's because if you love your job yeah. then why do you want to but anywho i ended up falling pregnant and then the sale fell through 
and it worked out completely in my favor and then I'm I'm like just thinking this is the best decision ever because well the what's happened was the best outcome yeah. outcome yeah because I've I've realized just how much I love it yeah. and then yeah, yeah. and I'm, I can say you did sell your company what would what do you reckon you would have done like obviously you started a family like would yeah. you have just taken a step back and raised a family or would you have tried to find work like work somewhere else or so what I kind of had planned I wanted to take a step back sell TNC outright yep. and then um I was going to move to the Goldie actually because um, my brother and a few of my other like childhood friends are up this way so I was going to move up here my partner and I and then yeah, I was just going to hope to God that my partner could um, <laughs> make some bank and, and support the little fam and whatnot. But it ended up, yeah, that didn't happen. But I definitely know that I wouldn't be like sitting at home with a kid for too long yeah. because yeah. I've got way too much creative flair and yeah. whatnot. So too much energy. Yeah. I, oh, there's like I've just, I even if I say if, I, if that did all happen, I definitely reckon I'd be like t- doing social media for my brother's business. Yeah. And, whatnot or like all the boys up here like yeah i I definitely wouldn't be sitting at home that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) as much as i like some it's crazy because i think i had this idea like i want to become a mum and do nothing and just not have to think about anything through the day not saying that being a mum isn't a full-time job on its own but i'm like i've worked my butt off i'm like i'm ready to do nothing and and i think i'm glad i didn't because i would have just gone insane 100 percent sitting like not as you said not that being a mum isn't super hard, but sitting at home does you oh. no favours. Well, exactly. we were talking about it beforehand, but we were saying that kids on a plane and you yeah. see the parents <laughs> and they're like, look like they've gone like a 10 day bender. Yeah. I, like, I don't have kids myself and we're probably not going to have kids, but I don't, like, to be honest, with you, I couldn't think of anything worse than being at a stay at home mum with a little monster oh. and just, oh, like, I understand why there's childcare now because yeah. I reckon they're make you insane if you're at home full-time looking after them 24 7 oh my god yeah it's a that's a full-time job and i to be honest i don't think the guys really understand they like bring home the bacon and then they're like yeah sweet where's dinner and why's the house a mess (laughs) and you just go hold up like i had a girlfriend the other day and i said oh you've got two little kids like i wish i was like a stay-at-home mum and she goes rach i wish i worked she's like two kids is like a it's a handful. Yeah, well my missus was like fully looking forward to go back to work because, yeah. you know, when you, it's easy to say they do nothing, but when you spend a day at home when they've got to go out, you're like, fuck, how do they do this yeah. all day? I know. Every my day. Pa- my partner's down in Melbourne at the moment and he's got my little one and a half year old for yeah. two weeks and I'm like, good luck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think, um, like there's just little things that you take for granted. Like he gets to, I take my son cruise to daycare every morning yeah. before work and my partner just leaves, like he leaves a lot earlier and um, he just gets to go straight out the door and I'm like, you lucky bugger. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mate, I'm changing nappies, feeding him. You feed them before you even feed yourself. Yeah. Go on a daycare and then when I get to work, I'm like, oh, th- this is a break. <laughs> but yeah, now my partner's got him for a couple of weeks. I'm like, you that know what? It's probably good because he'll get a bit of an insight just to what I do in the mornings. So. Yeah, you do, you do. Right? Like oh, I haven't done shitloads of time by myself with just a kid <laughs> but when i do like a long weekend or something like four days or something you you fully oh. can um you have so much more appreciation for what the mums do absolutely you need like a holiday after a holiday yeah. <laughs> if you if you speak to lauren axel's missus she i can guarantee you she'll say that axel acts like he doesn't have a kid 
Like, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing um, on the 12th of June? I don't know. What are we? Oh, yeah, going to Singapore. <laughs> We're going to... <laughs> he calls one of our mates and goes, oh, do you want to go watch the UFC in Singapore? Both of them got new, like, fairly new kids. Like, I got no kids, so I got no issue with it. Do you have a partner after this or yeah. no? <laughs> <laughs> so both of them tell their missus that, oh, yeah, we're going to Singapore for five days to go watch the UFC. No, we just trade luxury, so if I get to do that, then she gets to yeah. do something, man. That's, you compromise. That's, <laughs> that's exactly like, yeah. You know what? My partner's going to be riding motos for the next month straight at yeah. the drone and that. He'll be like, nah, man, I had cruise for a week and a half down in Melbourne. You're, you're, he's yours now. Yeah. But that's what comes in with being a family, so you just got to communicate. Yeah, and, and you like got to compromise and, you know, give each other both the time you need when you do need to do your own thing. And For sure. It's, it is important. Yeah. Like, even um, last week on Monday, I said to my partner, I'm like, all right, um, I'm going to stay back at work tonight. He's like, perfect, I'm going dome tomorrow night. And I'm like, sweet. So yeah. then you just work out. You have your time, I have mine. Yeah. It's good. Is it hard uh, juggling, obviously, being a new mum, having a family and still trying to keep the business to going to the way you want it to go? Yeah, like, I don't, well, for instance, I had my admin chick come to me the other day and she's like, Rach, I do not know how you do this. And I'm like, yeah, well, I've got no choice. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> I'm like, different. I've just yeah. got to keep smashing forth. But I think, um, I don't know, it's just finding that balance and being organised and I kind of had this outlook like, you know what, if I stuff up, I stuff up. Like, for instance, the other day I had to get to work real um, real early and so, yeah, my kid maybe have had an M&M cookie for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually has the strawberry and porridge and I'm like, you know what, today, mate, you're having a cookie because mm. mum can't and yeah. it's just trying to find that, like, it's okay if you don't show up every single day yeah. or like if you don't do it to your like to my high standards. Yeah. Like I want to give him porridge every day, but mate, if you're gonna have a biscuit one day, that's okay. Yeah, he's and not gonna die. He'll be no. fine. <laughs> oh, if anything, he's gonna love me even more. Yeah. And then the next day, he's like, "Where's the M M&M and M biscuit?" I'm like, "Buddy, that was a one time." So but realistically, you're kind of dooming yourself because he's next back to M M&M and M cookies every morning. Hundred percent. You should see the size of my kid. He's like the biggest Michelin man ever. So <laughs> people go, "Oh, he's eating good." I'm like, "Yeah, M M&M and M cookies for brekkie." But nah, I think um, I think. Just finding, like, at the start, it's a little bit of, um, like, the whole teething thing and whatnot where you're like, all right, this works. or, And then as I go along with running a business, like, I just say to my partner, you know what, I'll drop him off in the mornings. Do you mind grabbing him in the Arvos? Or, yeah. Um, I think it's just planning ahead and yeah. whatnot. But I honestly, we since, like, my son, so when I was pregnant, I had, uh, I, he was, like, in, I think I might have had, like, six weeks off work. Or if that, I was still in the office. I remember the girls saying, Rach, you've just got a newborn. Like, get out of the office. And I'm like, no, I love it. (laughs) And um, I would always check in on them and whatnot. And then so I think my um, cruise, he went to daycare since he was like three months old. And um, all these mums have this fear of like, oh, putting your kid in daycare. And I'm like, well... You're like every mum's different, and I was used to being a workaholic, so I've gone from working flat out to then being a mum. And then I'm like, daycare was actually the best thing for me because I felt that he was getting way more out of his day at daycare. Yeah, learning. it's good for him to and be with other kids and stuff too. My missus runs a daycare, and um, 
Yeah, she has kids in there from six weeks. I yeah. know. I know that's not the greatest, but like you got to do what you got to do. Every every family's different. Yeah. Like my partner was working full time, and then I could, like, if I maybe ran a McDonald's, then it could be different. Yeah, maybe I. I hang on. I've never. Well, I have worked for Mackie back <laughs> when I was fourteen, but like. I feel being like the lead designer of TNC, I'm, the further I was away from work, the quicker people could go elsewhere. And yeah. I'm like, you know what, I've, I want to show up for my clients every every day. And so yeah, your business is like your baby as much as your baby your baby, you know what I mean? That's, that was my first baby. And yeah. then, um, but yeah, I just took my son into, da- into work with me for the first, I reckon since he was about one month old and yeah. then... It, that that was the easy days when they'd just sleep and then yeah. when he got to about three months he was wanting to know what's going on in the world and then yeah we just implemented the daycare and then it's just worked for us and it went from a couple of days and then I'm like all right he's getting getting a bit full on so then put him in full time yeah. um which there's no regrets because I I think it's this perfect balance of I can still keep my identity of being a boss chick and then um, my son's learning as much as he can at daycare and then I find that like probably the only difference with becoming a mum and being in business is I try like back pre having a kid I would work till like nine o'clock or ten o'clock even 1am every night and then now that I've got a kid I'm like you know what I'm gonna smash it from like eight in the morning till five in the arvo because I've got a I've got my kid to hang out with in the arvo so because um, obviously you want to spend time with your kid and at the same absolutely. time you're like, oh, I still want to build a business. So it's like a it's a fine line to juggle, go, hey, I need to set yep. my boundaries. Because um, I, I obviously grew up in a family business and like our business was at home and my mum and dad would be working, in the, like we'd come home from school and mum and dad would still be in like the office down the back yeah. working till seven o'clock at night and they're struggling to go, hey, we need to keep on building the business but still hang out with the yep. kids. So. I can't understand where you're coming from because you want to try and keep on building your business and growing it, but at the same time you still need to have some time with your family and obviously Absolutely. be present there. So yeah, no, there's plenty of times where I'll like so they you as they grow up like everything changes every month and that as well. But like early days I could get a fair bit done and whatnot because he'd be sleeping and then like now he's a year and a half years old and um I'll take him to daycare then come home play with him and then he'll be in bed by nine and then that's the time where I say to my partner are we going to chat like yeah. what have you been doing <laughs> with your day because it's just that oh okay well he's time for us but and then um he he'll usually go to bed about nine thirty, and then I'm like all right majority of the time it's like from nine thirty till maybe 1am I'm working on the website yeah. and like it, we go through waves like there'll be one week where well my girl the chick mads who works for me um we have a bit of a banter about it because she'll come to work and she's like oh i'm bloody exhausted i said oh have you got the website like 1am deal again and she's like yeah i'm revamping the website and <laughs> so whenever we get all passionate about like revamping websites and that we work until like 2am yeah. and then you come in the next day you're like i'm pooped and then <laughs> And it, but then, like the next month, we might not do anything, and then we get back into that one a.m. deal again, where we yeah. get all passionate about it and have a bit of fun with the designs. So, yeah, that's uh, so where do you where do you get all your um, inspiration for your designs? Oh, it honestly, comes from everywhere. Like yeah. I'll literally be walking down the so street. So you, you're still the main yeah. designer there. Yeah. Yep. So I'm the lead designer. Then I've got a web designer. Um, I've got another chick who um, does a bit of like setting up the prints, packaging, yep. and then I've got my admin chick. So 
it's funny like we get so many clients that are like need it tomorrow and I'm like mate I've got like a hundred jobs yeah. for you I'm like we've, we've introduced this fast track fee actually because we That's get so, so many yeah. people who are like Rach need it by the end of the week yeah because they've got a race meeting or something on they need which I completely understand like they're, they're in people leave things last minute but I'm like you know what you can pay for this too. I'm like I'm no. staying back till 1am and it's honestly not an issue for me. It's only an issue when they don't rock up on the Friday Arvo and they're like, up. sorry, didn't grab it. We'll just grab it in three weeks. And I'm like, mate, I yeah. stayed back till 1am. But <laughs> I think they think we're like robots sometimes yeah. and they just think that, oh, I don't know, this robot's doing it all behind the scenes, but it's actually like four amazing chicks yeah. <laughs> just getting well, it done. It's like any business, everyone thinks you're just yeah. there at their beck and call. So. Well, I, I, th- know. I think it's because it's so everything's online now you don't like i'm a big person where i yeah, i'd really like to pick up the phone and go hey rach i need this and like kind of have the relationship there where nowadays like you go on your website which you need to give that chick a pay rise because that is the easiest website i've been on to organize graphics yeah, right. or stickers like we got the three king stickers from you and literally it was the easiest website you Chose what you want and you just upload a photo, pay the bill, Go done. For it. It's like the easiest website. Okay, that's but what I like to hear. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I'm the type of person that likes to have a relationship with the person I'm buying from. But everything now is social media. Like I called up a, another company and they're like, yep, just go on our website and organise everything on the website. Yeah. Like I do understand that because back in the day, like you, you would know, how many time wasters did you get when you were organising oh. graphics? Like how many times ago? do five, six, seven proofs on a sticky yeah. kit. So I think that's why we're people starting to think like everyone's robots because you don't yeah. – there's not that relationship there anymore. Just exactly. everything's online. Yeah, well, just recently I've – like one of the biggest struggles with running like a business I think is trying to like – so for instance – about three years ago I had one of my writers come up to me and I'm like I think I'm gonna get behind the camera a bit and he was like nah man you're gonna scare everyone away and I was like oh yeah I'm a bit nervous about that because like being a chick in a male dominant industry I'm like you know what I probably could and then I full put it on the back burner I'm like no way and like I had heaps of people reach out to me going hey I really want to promote like chicks in business I said nah not not with TNC and that like I wish I I wish I didn't listen to that guy back yeah. in the day because it's only just the last couple of weeks that I'm starting to put my face on show on the on the socials. Yeah. Um, which I'm super nervous about. But I'm like, you know what? People need to see who they're working with and I feel like a lot of people go, Oh, I need a kit done and I'm like, Yeah, sweet, what are we doing? And then once I start chatting and like I've been doing it for ten years that I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's not like I'm just a little backyard job. I've been working with like some really cool athletes and that and then I started showing my face and then I had um one of my real good um writers, Joe Archer, he reached out and he's like, Rach, this is so sick and just gave me so much feedback and I was like it just makes me really appreciate my really good writers. Yeah, well you'd probably find you would get more support if you put yeah. it out there, you know what I mean? And J.O. was like, Rach, this is sick. Everyone gets to kind of finally meet you. And, like, they all know me, like, at the track and that. But yeah. a lot of my new followers would have no idea who I am or what I do. And, like, so, yeah, but just... But if a customer's not going to buy from you because you're a chick, you, you don't want that customer. You don't want them to be anywhere near your business because they obviously... Most likely they're going to be the annoying ones that aren't happy with the sticky kit or they're not happy with this and they're always the yeah. complainers. So 
gone are the days where people... Yeah, if anything, you'd just get more support. Yeah. So I reckon it's great Hopefully. that you're starting to put it out there, like do stuff like this, get on the social media, have more presence yeah. than that. I kind of like try and think of it as like where I'm a bit of a... Ta- so you know how with your tattoo artist, whether it's a guy or a chick, you're like, I like their style. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to pay whatever because that's how I want to portray myself or my ink on my skin or yeah. my yeah, motorbike definitely. or whatever. Yeah. So I kind of like when people go... Oh, like I should being a female it should definitely not deter them. If you like my design style, then that's what you're paying for. Yeah, it's like but anything, um, like whether it's a brand or as yeah. you said, a tattoo artist or anything. If you like a certain style, you just keep running with it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think yeah. it's good too because, like I said, I'm a big person that likes to have a relationship with the company. So now you're the people that are buying off your website and go, oh well, that's who I'm buying off. Well, that's who I'm supporting, and that's yeah. who's doing my mint sticky kit. So I. I th- I think it's a really good idea that you're actually going there and showing kind of how everything works and how your your company works and everything like that. So yeah. I can keep on doing it because you're doing I a good job. So give them a bit of more behind the scenes and whatnot and show them our team and have a bit of fun because yeah. we do have so much fun. We work hard but yeah. have fun. And then as you were saying before, like people do like to call up and like I always say to my team because we've got the online system where you can order everything on there and that's like the quick and easiest way but I always say to my team like there's people out there that don't know how to use technology and that's totally fine because if I said if my dad called up and I'm like (laughs) we flinny um get on the computer and fill out the form mate I will not be getting that form (laughs) so I said there's people there's old fuddy duds that don't know how to use it and that's totally fine because all right let's take it down over the phone that's not an issue we cater for everyone like probably the main thing is people just want to message on Facebook Instagram like all different forms of social media and that's where we're like all right don't message on Facebook because I'm I'll be coming in every morning going all right Instagram Facebook like emails phones and that but we try and direct everyone to the online store like yep. with the custom order form but you can tell as soon as you start chatting to someone if they're like oh i'm like no nah, yeah, man let's take it down now yeah. i'm like it's easy we'll cater for anyone so yeah. but um in saying that like axel and i are terrible at technology we're getting a, a big three king six by three tent made up and the designer or the person that's doing it for us um Brett Sky Marketing, he goes, oh, can you just send us, uh, what was it, an EPS or an AI file? Yes, I know um, exactly yeah. what he means. And yeah. I was like, oh, do you have this? He's like, what's that? And I was like, I don't know, he's asking for it, bro. I was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. So he's like, because yeah. we got the logo design, so we're looking for it. And he's like, oh, what does this, oh, yeah, this says, this says AI file or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I think that's the one. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, can you just, because I'm emailing Brett and I CC Axel in to, obviously see what going, what's going on. I was like, yeah. just re- just reply to that email chain. He's like, how do I do that? I was like, <laughs> I was like just send it to me, what bro. And I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> just send it to me and I'll send it to him in the email chain. So, Oh, man. Yeah, like, that's the story of our life, honestly. We're like, all right, guys, need PDF file. And then they send like this the worst quality jpeg <laughs> and they're like here you go we wanted as a main one on the shroud and we're like oh bro we've got so much i'm like all right i can recreate it or i don't know but yeah. we we are super understanding that like we get people that go oh i've got one file um, and we just go send it over we'll let you know what we think yeah. and then hopefully we can just quick trace it and have a bit yeah, of fun. it's good that you understand like that because some companies will just say like they won't help yeah. like that and either recreate the file or change it to another type of file where yeah. some people are just like, no, nah, if you can't send this, we can't do it. I know. 
Yeah. No, we're not going to knock anyone back. We know that we're dealing with we're not dealing with graphic designers. We're dealing with guys that like run motos. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we don't. Moto ex- retards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, we get some funny stuff getting sent through, and the best part is like you'll get they'll send it through, and it's like. Um, Kawasaki monster rider at hotmail.com or yeah. like metal militia for life and you, and then they're, they're so embarrassed about their email and we always like say nah man we've had heaps worse yeah, <laughs> yeah I think my I think my um, email as a kid was like MX rider yeah. 92 because that's the year yeah. I was born in and like when I because I obviously a tradie when I started getting more into like the like the more professional side of things and I'm like I don't think it could be st- putting out that email so I've yeah. had to change that email so I kind of had to know. change it to, to suit the style but it's funny because like when you go do a quote and like you can tell they're kind of a motor ride or something and they, I'm like oh what's your email and then like you can see like the pause in their face because they're like <laughs> you know exactly what email it is so it's, it's oh, pretty God. funny in that way yeah I could imagine but um, are you only in Australia at the moment or do you are you worldwide at the moment? So obviously our HQ's in um, Sydney and but like we get orders on our online store. Like I think we got one the other day from Arizona and like yeah. all over the joint. So majority, I would, I reckon about 90%, well probably 95% are all Aussie. Yeah. Um, but we get, yeah, New Zealand. Like we get, it's so weird. We get all excited when we see one come through from America and we're like, oi, what's going on here? We're like... <laughs> Are they like trying to get our templates or are they actually wanting to represent? Because, yeah, it's just sometimes it just seems a bit different because you go, you could probably get it down at your local for like yeah. half the price. But that's but what I mean. Because the international freight what we were, up. What we were saying about if you see something that you like, it doesn't really matter. You know yeah, what, exactly. You know what most people like, whether it's clothes or a car yeah. or something, if yeah. you want it, it doesn't really matter it's, how much yeah. it is, you, you're getting it. So yeah. in saying that is, that, is that like a legit thing, like people trying to steal templates? Um, so we've got like a template supplier, um, but I know that other people will then grab that templates and then create their own and try and resell them and that. So, yeah. but yeah. I never even thought about that, like people trying to like steal a template or anything. Like is just there. Yeah. As a business, we like, so it's our policy not to give out templates. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of people go, oh, you just flick us the template. We're going to design our own kit. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you're going to end up using us in the end. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be, cause you, you give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You're like, yeah, sweet. This guy's a good person. And then next minute someone else is printing, using yeah. your template. And you're like, well, hold up. So, but no, nah, it's just our policy. We don't really give them out and people are pretty understanding with it. And yeah. if, if they don't want to be understanding, they can find it elsewhere. Yeah, like exactly. Someone yeah. else will, yeah, get jibbed <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Do you, do you do much advertising overseas or do you do the majority uh, here? Majority just in yep. Australia, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's where, as you said, that's where most your business is coming from and... You know, by the time you whack on your freight and stuff to get it to America, it becomes pretty pricey, so you can't really compete unless someone, yeah, really, really likes what you got. I definitely have seen, like, a lot of our... Well, there's another competitor out there who he is all over the world and that, but I don't really want to... I don't really want to see my business going to, like, worldwide to then... Like, I I still want to be the main designer and, like, a tattooist. You can't just go get all your apprentices to go and try and do the job that you're doing. Yeah. Um, which I think is like a lot of other companies out there would be like, hell yeah, we want to see it all over the world. Yeah. But I want to be that like one-off. Like I don't want to, 
I want to have that design style that they come to me. Yeah, you got to go through you for everything. Because if you go overseas, you're obviously going to have to eventually set up shop yeah. somewhere over there. And then, yeah, as you said, it gets out of your hands because how can you oh, you'll have do there? all the designs? Yeah, yeah. Over. yeah, And you have all these young guys as well. Like, like for instance, I remember I hired uh, – I've hired a few people in my time and it's really hard. you got to be picky with the design style because yeah. they can – like you can have them come in and they're like, yeah, this is sick. And I'm like, that is so not my style. Like <laughs> I like it real clean cut. And then they're coming in throwing paint splatters everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's not that's not what that's not where TNC Our is kind of yeah. heading. Yeah. So, but yeah, I kind of want to keep it like a bit boutiquey and like um like you're coming to me for yeah. the design style. It's not just. Because, like, we do have a heap of kits on our online store that yeah. are just, like, your stock standard pre-designed because we c- try and cater for everyone because yeah. a lot of people, like, I don't even care. I just want a, a kit yeah, on my bike. Yeah, just something that's better than stock, yeah. But then a lot of my, like, real good clients, they say, Rach, I want you to create something full custom and yeah. then that's where it becomes really fun, yeah. so. And um, how many people do you, do you sponsor a lot of, like, kids and riders? Yeah, we do have a fair few of like, because um, like what I, my vision at TNC is to continue working with people yeah. years and years to come. Yeah. I don't really want to like, I understand that there's a lot of young kids that will work with us and then they'll get picked up on a team and yeah. that's really cool. And, yeah, and that's, what, that's the dream I'm for everyone, yeah. Absolutely. And like I'm really aware of all that and that's really cool and I like I definitely cheer them on but I don't, I don't necessarily want to like just um, like look after someone and then they're like all right see you later on to the next and that but we do have some really good riders that have been with us for years and years and we we create like that little family yeah it's not necessarily like here you go off you go see you later it's what's been happening man how's things how's your family what's going on so we've got a really good crew and um yeah loyalty is everything to us so we've got we i reckon we'd probably have like we don't have millions but yeah, we've got a good little solid crew Yeah, that we look after, that's for sure. And what do you look for when you're sponsoring someone? Like, do you look for, obviously, loyalty, talent, social media presence? What What is it? Definitely, exactly those three things. Yeah. Um, I want someone that will be with us for a while. I don't want them just to jump ship or whatnot yeah. in the next month. Um, definitely the same morals as us. Not necessarily, like, they don't necessarily have to be, like, the A-grade top runner if you if they go out and they come back at the end of the day and they're like that was such a ripper day even Mm. if i came 20th like um people that yeah just do it for fun have that like they got to have that respect speak highly of us at the track um definitely like come and say hello to us at the track if they see us like if we're helping out someone and then they just walk straight past me i'll be like (laughs) bro what's going on here like um but yeah just yeah, just someone that has fun. It definitely doesn't have to be that front runner. If yeah. they're just getting it amongst it and have that really good vibe, then that's what I'm all about. Because they, they might don't even have to race. Yeah. If they're just going to the Dome or like little club days and that, but they've got a whole family. And that's where I think we really excel because it's the little families that make up the whole industry. Well, that's what we were saying. That We'd done a show a while back and we were saying that's all the people that pay all the bills for all the sport. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're not going to make money off such and such who's winning every race because they ain't paying for yeah. shit. Yeah. You know? They get everything handed to them. Yeah. So. Absolutely. We have, um, like, we're in the past, we've helped out, like, a heap of, um, like, big teams and whatnot. Yeah. And then 
I've kind of like reevaluated. I'm like, all right, I could be. I've given them thirty kits mm. for this year, and like, yeah, it's it's on that like um high level. Like everyone's seeing them at the nationals and that. Yeah. But then I'm like, man, that could be thirty kits that I could help out all the guys that are like doing it for a bit of fun. That yeah, might people not that have actually need heaps it. Of yeah. Money, yeah. and that's. There, that could be thirty people that are then going to tell three of their mates, "Oi, yeah. Rach fucking looks after me here," yeah. and yeah. that's kind of where I really want to like head my business. I don't necessarily want to be like at the MX Nationals flat out, yeah. Um, but that's kind of things that you learn as you go. So yeah. I've done it, yeah, and then when I you first get into it, yeah. everyone thinks that top echelon oh. of the sport is the be all and end all. But Absolutely. once you're in the industry, you find out that it's not it is just like your yeah. weekend warriors and stuff like that that just love love to ride with their mates and they're the ones that spend all the money and keep the sport for going sure. yeah just the people that are actually passionate for the sport and like yeah not might not be the best rider but at the end of the day they, they go if they go racing and they come second or third last they're loving life because they're yeah. racing and riding a bike on the weekend and that's the type of people that exactly. we, we like to because they're going to be, like we said, they're going to be the people that on the go to the MX Nationals and pay a ticket to go watch the professionals or go to all these sporting, like, motocross events. They're, they're pretty much the backbone of the industry that is keeping it alive in Australia. So it's kind of good that a company like yours is, like, realising that and rewarding the people yeah. for that because, like you said, a lot of companies want to go, oh, let's go and sponsor an up-and-coming kid that's going to be famous because he, he's, he's going to get there. But like you said, as soon as they get picked up on another team, they're going to drop you because their team's got their own graphics company or whatever. And what do you do then? Like it's Exactly. Yeah, so like I, I'm 100% with you on that. And that, I don't know, I just don't think... Like we want to just keep continuing on with the young guys and they're... they're to be honest, it's a big team, so they're like, oi, hook us up for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got all these young guys that have used us for 10 years and have never asked for a discount. Yeah. And you're like, well, why am I helping out the big guns when yeah. this guy's been with us for the last 5, 10 years? I want to, you know what, I'm going to give him a free kit. Yeah. And then that makes his day and then... And how many people will he tell and go, oh, I just got a free kit from TNC. I didn't even ask him nothing and I've been supporting Hopefully him. Hopefully he yeah. doesn't tell everyone and everyone's going to be like, where's my free kit, Rach? But it honestly means, like, I have the big top guns that don't even say thank you and then I've got the young guys who you go, he's 15% off and they're like, hell yeah, this is sick. Yeah. And and that's, I get so much more out of it seeing the younger, well, like the amateurs have a bit of fun than the big top guns that will potentially not be with us the next year. Yeah. So. Well, we got we got a few people that sponsor quite a, quite a few big names and they say they just keep on expecting more and more each year. Yeah. For no no real give back to the actual sponsor and it, it's kind of sad that like not being negative or anything, bro, you're Australian professional. Like mm-hmm. yeah, Australia like it's sick that you the top of the sport in Australia but Go overseas and see where you come and kind of just level well, out. It's, a bit it's not hard. the sad. It's just about being appreciative for what you get. Like yeah, they, because they've been giving it for so long off so many different companies and teams, and then we've got mates that yeah own pretty big companies and you know support riders. But then yeah, they just continually ask for more. Like he'll give them say ten grand for travel for the year, and then they're like, hey mate, can I get this as well? And 
Your yeah. mate's like, I've already gave you 10 yeah. grand. Like, like, what am I getting out of it? Yeah, yeah. they're not actually exactly. getting any reward back. Like, yeah. like, they're not going, oh, well, here's 10 grand and then they're getting $50,000 worth of um, work out of them. Yeah. They're not really getting anything out of them and then the writers are just keeping asking for more and more. So There's this full misconception that, like, I've got, like, there might be, like, a pro writer and they're like, oh, well, it's my name. Mm. And, then, and then they think that their social media following is enough. Yeah. And you're like, well, hold up. If you send, like, a couple of your mates to us, then it, then there goes, there's maybe 500 bucks yeah. out of the 10 grand I've outlaid. Yeah. And then, like, so that's where I'm like, I don't, I honestly do not care. If you have a million followers, but you don't give me, like, our business a time of day, yeah. that doesn't mean anything yeah. to me. Like, it, it, I, I am definitely appreciative of the social media flo- followings and that, but I just... It's not an end all or be all for yeah. us. So there's so like, much more to do it. Do you have like a promo code for someone that you sponsor and go, hey, if someone's like to send out a promo code so you can actually see how many of those people are sending towards you? Yeah. So we've got um, my cousin, Taylor Eve or Taylor Pete. She, um, she is like right up there with all the social media yep. and stuff like that. And it's just nuts. Like we, I said to her, look, can we chuck your kit, your replica kit up on our website? And she's like, hell yeah. Like, obviously not the recent one because yeah. yep. otherwise there's going to be a million yeah. <laughs> out there. But um, the one for the previous year, she's like, yeah, chuck it up. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to be interested to see like, I'm like, here's a little promo code and whatnot and it definitely works. So yeah. um, they might just get that 5 or 10% off or whatnot. But yeah. it's But good. you see how much traffic they're yeah. bringing in, yeah. And then, like, Taylor, Taylor doesn't really, like, she's not like, I need a kit every single week. And she, yeah. like, she's just really good with that and really yeah. understanding and really appreciative um, of what we do. But that it, that's where it, like, it, yeah, I'm okay to give Tay free kits because we get a bit back out of it. Yeah, and you can see it, yeah, what you get. But then, like, it's, yeah, it is really hard outlaying, like, 10 grand worth of kits to a, a team and then you're like, well, what... What are we like? It's okay if you get ten grand back, yeah, but you yeah. don't ever get ten yeah. grand back. And or if you do, it's over a super long period, and <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's just something as a business you kind of reevaluate, and like you do it, and then you go, hang on, this doesn't really work for me or the business. And then, all right, let's see where I can put that in different avenues or help out the local clubs, and yeah, yeah kind of go that direction. What's been the hardest like hurdle or obstacle? obstacle you had to like get over with getting to where you are now oh to be honest I don't really like I always I always like retrain the thinking of like it's not an obstacle like this let's this is a challenge like let's yeah. let's smash it um but it probably would just be being that female in a motorbike like in a male industry yeah, yeah. and just realizing that hey yeah I can be the face of it um but otherwise we've we've been like I've had that really hard work ethic that Nothing can really stop us. Yeah, so well, it wouldn't matter what industry you're in or what gender yeah. you are if you got that mindset. Yeah, yeah mindset. And even like COVID, I, I, everyone like that's been a massive obstacle for so many other businesses. But yeah. I'm like, hey, we still troop it through, and it, yeah, you just you kind of like if there is an obstacle, you just my my business partner Rob. Like I remember, say if there was like some something come up say the material didn't arrive or whatnot and I'd be like oh man what are we gonna do he's like all right we've got two options this that let's make the decision and then you're like oh okay so it's not overthinking it and um but yeah it's 
not not really too many obstacles or struggles. You just yep. kind of smash through. And then you look back in three months, you're like, what was I even worried about? Like, yeah. that was <laughs> that, we sorted it easy. So, in saying that, then what, what's been your biggest achievement or like the most exciting thing you've done? Oh, gosh, honestly, um, probably paying off the business, hiring all the staff, creating like a family yep. in the whole business. Um, Paying off everything in the business, so yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, having like a living comfortably, yeah. Um, but th- the main achievement would just be creating that family within the whole sport. Like, yeah. with our riders, you're not just a number. Like, it's making really good friends and connections, and probably just getting given opportunity opportunities. Like, I have people reach out every single week, and I'm like, oh, this is sick. Like, for instance, about three weeks ago. Oh, it might have been four weeks ago. I woke. I was on like every morning. I have a quick look on social media, and I come across this little shredder, Rocky Glynn. Have you heard of him? No, he's we're not like very big on social media. That's all right. <laughs> he um he's like this little five year old um shredder, and Joe Archer is mates with him actually and whatnot. But um I was like, dude, this kid like full shreds, and I'm like, I think I want to. I'm like, I th- he's got TNC numbers on his bike, and I'm like, oh, he hasn't got he hasn't been kitted out yet. Then I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to message him and I'm like, all right, now, this Friday I'll hit him up or yeah. whatnot. And I, to be honest, I don't usually hit up anyone. The yeah. majority of the people reach out to me. And I was like, yeah, sweet. So that was, say, on a Wednesday morning. And then Wednesday, Arvo, I had this um, guy call up. He's like, hi, it's Rocky Glynn's father here. We'd love to get a kid underway. And I was like, um, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no way. I'm like, I was literally thinking of you this morning saying, I'm going to reach out to you. And he's like, oh, well, sick. How good's this? And so he reached out to me as I was going to call it him. And, and that, but it was so cool because it wasn't like I hit him up saying, hey, let's hook you up. He was already calling me yeah. before to I yeah. even, so he, I knew that he was interested in working with me. Yeah from that call and that I'm like as I said the universe always delivers yeah. and there's just been heaps of like little opportunities like that and there's another writer who I've seen on um, social media might really want to work with him and then um, that Arvo again he called and I was like is someone like <laughs> I don't know what the what's going on here I'm like can someone read my mind but it's it's re- that would be the biggest highlight in my career is working with people that I'm like I oh, that you really want to work sick. with yeah and then they reach out to me first yeah. and but it could even be like it might not be like professional athletes and that it could just be like a real cool style cat and I'm like yeah. that guy like shows yeah. like heaps of like he's really confident in what he does and then he reaches out to me I'm like yeah this yeah. is sick this is when you know you're doing something all right because they want you to help get their ideas across and yeah. work with that so do you have a few people going hey can I have a free kid like oh. is that still a thing because I knew back when I was writing many many years ago everyone used to message like everyone go can I have a free kid can you sponsor me yeah like, do you still get that? Oh, our, uh, the latest thing is, hey, hey, can we collab? And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like majority of the time, if you come to me and say, hey, let's collaborate, I feel like going, you haven't even said, how are you? Yeah. And that's like, like you build a relationship before you think that a business who has no idea about you is yeah. just going to outlay all this free product. And I think there's this misconception if you have like a heap of followers that you're just going to get free shit. And to me, I'm like that, you saying, hey, let's collab is an ultimate like... Yeah, it's like disrespectful. Um, like. I just feel like on 
no bloody way, man. I'm like, I don't, you're someone that, may, sorry, I'm putting them in this category now, but I'm like, you may have thought that because of the following, you just get stuff for free and yeah. that automatically is not someone who I want to work with. Yeah. Have you I seen like, all the slack them, like, oh, influence of being copping lately for asking, like, restaurants and that for free food if we come they in? They said that, that it's, um, it's been quite a few guys and girls. It's not any yeah. gender in... Um, more than the other one, but they'll be they'll be arguing say go to a really nice restaurant or like a cafe or something and be like, hey, um, we're thinking of coming to your restaurant. Um, would love to get some free meals and we'll take a couple of photos and send it. And more and more restaurants are coming out because obviously with COVID they've been yeah. affected probably the hardest other than the tourism industry. And they said, well. You're coming just as we're rebuilding. It's not like we've been yeah. pumping. Yeah. You're coming as we're exactly. rebuilding and they're just expecting free stuff. Like and it's that's who you don't want to work with, like, to be honest. If you – I put it this way. So I have clients that come to me and spend like three grand worth of kits on like just in one go and you're like, what the hell? And they never ask for a discount. Yeah. And, they, and then I go, you know what, I'm going to look after you guys. I'm going to apply a bit of a discount here. Yeah. But then you get someone that – orders one set of numbers in a year and they're like oh yeah can you hook us up and i'm like well <laughs> hold up old mate like the call before just spent three grand and didn't even hit me yeah, up didn't and ask for nothing. it's like a bit of reverse psychology like if you want help you just got to build the relationship show interest portray them really well and then that company automatically sees like, hey, these guys are doing a bit for me. But if you send me that message and say, let's collab, like I get heap of people overseas in that. And I literally, like I try and respond to everyone, but that's someone where I'm like, not even wasting my time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you check how many followers, like when they say, oh, let's collab, do you go onto their profile straight away and see how many followers there? Yeah, because it's a, like, <laughs> would you? Because I'm like, all right. What's, what's been the smallest amount for someone going, all right, let's collab? Has got oh, like a thousand followers mate. or like it? Nah. How much are we talking about? The funniest is like when you get like little 12 year old kids <laughs> and they're like, oi, hook us up with free kit. And I, uh, and I just go, yeah, how are you, mate? And then they're <laughs> like, what? And you, like, I just think these kids are pretty ballsy. They just yeah. get on behind, like, social media and just think they're, like, hot shots. But it's fine. Like, I, I take it all with a grain of salt. I have a bit of a laugh yeah. and the girls and that, yeah. We just <laughs> we don't take it too serious. And But, yeah, definitely building that relationship <laughs> goes so far. But in, but in saying that, like, it, like obviously, if you've got loyal customers, you want to show your appreciation and that's hence why you, you do do the discount because everyone wants to feel like they appreciate and go, oh, well, Rach appreciates me buying from her and she's giving me a discount. Not that they're going, oh, I want a discount because obviously they're buying your product, one, because it's good quality, two, it's a, a sick design. Um, so they, they keep on buying off you. But I think it's a, it's like like you said, building a relationship. Go well, appreciate you buying off me, so I'm gonna give you a discount on this this one, and it just keeps them more interested. Yeah. Because I know a lot of companies doesn't matter how long you've been with them or how much money you spent will not give you a discount at all. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I think like I'm so appreciative of every order, and if they keep coming back, like it could be a simple thing as like. Like I say to the girls, oi, this old mate's like such a good client, chuck in like 20 mini plates. Yeah. And mini plates can make the customer's entire day. Like I, I have clients call up and be like, Rach, you've given me four mini plates, not five. And I'm like, 
all right, another one's coming your way, mate. But, like, just the simple things. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a full discount. But, like, hey, we've got some T&C shirts. Like, we um, – at the new HQ, there's this um, – like, because we're on gra- ground level now, I've been trying to get all my clients to bring in their bikes and we can get some cool footage and, yeah. like, yeah. photos and that. And then I'm like, all right, there, have a, have a free T&C shirt. Thanks so much. And, and something – they're like, what? can I have it? And yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, you can. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked that you've had given me time out of your day to come and bring you back here. We have a bit of fun. And yeah, have like some shirts and whatnot. Like that's that's something so small, but then they'll be wrapping their shirt at yeah, the track. Yeah, makes their day, makes your day, makes everyone's I, day. Like, and even like, for instance, you don't have to do much. Like it's not like people expect like a free kit on that it can be something so small if i but i'm the type like you know when you order shirts from like say shock mansion or wherever any stash house and then they give like stickers back yeah and you're like hell yeah i got stickers (laughs) this is sick like it's that unexpected surprise in there it doesn't matter what it is it's just like oh they're throwing in a pair of socks like it it could be like two dollars worth of merchandise and it's just made someone's day like absolutely even like i'll i'll like um drive downtown and see like or i'll be up in the goldie and someone's got a tnc sticker on the back of their car yeah and i'm like oh this is (laughs) sick like because i'm still i still am pretty humble with it all it's not like oh yeah sick they're repping like i'm like I'm usually getting the phone and taking a photo. Yeah, someone up here. Putting it on social media, <laughs> yeah. the littlest things that can go a long way, so. Um, I was watching one of your stories the other day. I reckon it's the coolest, like, smartest idea that you said that if you buy something from a moto store, you can send it directly to you and get jersey prints. Like, people will probably, um, my friend, like, imagine Andy, don't um, give me shit for it because I like, like I'm a crow. I like shiny things. Like when yeah. I saw your, like your shiny, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I like off. the yeah. or like the bronze, the number yeah. numbers and jersey prints, like the bronze and gold one. I'm like, that's me all over. I'm like yeah. getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't care what Andy and Axel say. I'm get. I'm like, it made me go. I need a new set of jersey yeah. and pants, and I'm gonna send yeah. it straight up and go <laughs> get that get the gold gold jersey print. And I'm I'm repping the gold jersey print. I don't care what anyone says. So I think it's pretty sick that. Instead of going, all right, I'm gonna get it delivered to me, and then I'll have to pay for it, pay for it to go over to you. Just get it sent yeah. straight there, and then you can send it straight back. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. such yeah. a good idea because it makes it so much easier. Because I don't know about you, but it's a pain in the ass going to the post office. Oh, it's yeah, it's out of everyone's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a pain. Yeah, I completely understand that's. But the reason why I'm kind of answering these is because I get these this ask like on social media all the time, like every week. It's like so that's why I'm trying to get behind the camera to start chatting about. Yeah, you can do this because yeah. what's me writing back to that one client to then actually telling my whole audience, yeah, you can, and then it might like. In saying that, I I posted it the other day and then I had like so many people go, sick, jersey's rocking up. And the main thing, I'm like, put your name on (laughs) it because we we used to get all these jerseys and we're like, whose jersey is this? And then we get someone like three weeks later going, oi, is my jersey ready? And we're like, well, what is it? Uh, Like, we have no idea. Oh, that's your jersey. Oh, there it is. But... Nah, you just you try and make things that are convenient for people, and we're well aware that like MX Store they do their own jersey prints. Yeah, but I like not everyone wants to be heaps generic. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a generic uh, print that everyone's yeah. got it's the same thing. Like 
like MX store, that's great. It's convenient. Yeah. But then you'll see someone that wants that holographic, yeah. wants that shiny. They want to stand out, and yeah. then that's where I'm like, yeah, well, you know where we're at when you when you need it. So, but. Yeah. But they, I, I feel like they don't want your personal touch because, like you, like you said, you're still very heavily involved in TNT. So, like, sure. like we're saying, yeah, that's what I mean. They yeah. could just give you free reign, like say, "Hey, I'm after yeah. this kind of thing. Can you do us up something?" Where, yeah, if you go somewhere else, like MX Store or something, it's just know. that one. Yo, you don't know what designer you're getting. Styles. Yeah. yeah, like you don't know what. Like they, they're coming to you because they go, "Hey, we want you to design this. We give you fr- like free reign." Like yeah. for me, I'm, I can't create anything. I'm. <laughs> My inspirational creative design is useless. So, like, if, if I was to create a sticky kit, I reckon it would be the most ugliest thing you'll <laughs> ever see. So, it's good that hey, you're still working there and go, yeah, go, hey, this is kind of what I want. You have free reign on it. Sweet, thanks. Sure. And then just get a proof back and then go, yep, sweet, yeah, do that, it. that's our job. So, we can definitely help. And then even, like, with the jerseys, heaps of people want, like, their the logos on the front yeah, and then yeah. that's where i'm like yeah just flick us a message or whatnot get yeah. it sent straight to us and we're majority of the people that we do the kits for we can then pull a couple of logos personal ones and just say yeah what size do you want them on the front and mock it up and yeah but we're super understanding people some people just want just that stock plain look and yeah. they can go to mx store or whatnot but yeah. then if you get the people that are like nah i've just outlaid 300 bucks on this new gear i'm yeah. not going to get a generic print and i've even like i've got a couple of mates and i'm super understanding like even some of my pals will get a print from mx store and i'm like yeah that's cool and they're yeah. like it was just convenient and i'm like yeah but it looks shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like but and they're like yeah rach honestly next one's coming to you not saying mx stores stuff shit but it's i'm like look you just look like everyone else yeah and i'm like or you you but i'm not i'm never i never try and make them feel bad because i'm yeah. like yeah you yeah because it is you easy you get on there you, yeah. you buy the you buy the gear you, uh, the jersey, you click yeah i want numbers <laughs> yeah, and done. done and then they get it and then they like it i there's this pattern where they'll like get it they get it done through us then they get it from mx store and then they're back yeah. <laughs> and then i'm like yo <laughs> good to see you again we welcome with open arms like there's never like or you've gone there, you've come back. Even with graphic kits, yeah. like we find a lot of our clients, um, well, everyone, like it's it's kind of like you bargain shop. Yeah. And yeah. then, well, you'll get the people, the faithfuls, that yeah. don't give a shit, that'll pay whatever. Yeah. And then you get the people, like I've got even my mates, like I don't know how good a mates they are, but <laughs> yeah. no, they, they'll shop around and then I'm like, boys, I'll see you back in six months. And then they're back again and they're like, oh, why did we ever leave? Yeah. And We've actually had some really good feedback lately where people go, look, we went somewhere else and we have then realised just how good your service and product and everything is. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. Like, that's what I want to hear. And I said, I'm not going to be mad if you go elsewhere. Like, because I know I'll see you again. Yeah. And we're always, we're always there. We understand if there's kit for 200 bucks or 350 yeah uh, some people are on a bit of a budget yeah so yeah so it's understandable yeah um so what are you what are your future plans and goals for for tnc (sighs) to be honest i i don't know i've got i've well i do know i just want to make sure that we um i don't necessarily want to branch out so big that tnc loses its identity of yeah, being like that loses your touch with the customers so i just want to make sure that i stay true to who like who i am where i want to see tnc going and just keep smashing out some really sick kits like 
um, just being on top of all the trends or ahead of the trends yeah. um, or certain trends. I find that there's a lot of things that we do and then you start seeing everyone else do it, which yeah. is cool. It's yeah. the way it goes. But, um, yeah, just I just main goal is just to keep in contact with all my riders and make sure that they feel like family and yeah. um, just making sure everyone feels valued and have a good time and... I want to make sure that, like, the team that I've created who work for me, we just have so much fun and it, their family as well. You're not just a number work when working with us. So I, I don't know. I just want to make sure that we're true to who we are. We work bloody hard and have fun. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And then we're all winning, really. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm super proud of you and the company you've built. And, yeah, being a, you know, a prosperous chick in the industry is awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Sweet. I don't have any. I had someone come out to me the other day, and they're like, Are "You still working for TNC?" I'm like, "Mate, you can't get rid of me yet. I'm loving it." And even with like my son, he's um he's like showing so much interest in motos. So yeah. I just can't wait for him to like get that little bit older, and he can earn some pocket money yeah. to pay for his first peewee and have a bit of fun. But I definitely I'll be around for ages. I love it too much and whatnot. So yeah. Yeah, that's sick. That's awesome. That's pretty much. Us for today. Yeah, that'll do, eh? We hopefully hey. have a couple of pro riders on Monday show. Yeah, Monday. Thanks heaps for coming in. Appreciate That's it. Right. And telling your story and stuff. It's going to be good. Thanks so much for having me. It's That's been right. good. And um, stay tuned because I'll be getting a TNC kit and we'll upload it. Hey, I'm looking at this bike in the <laughs> don't, store. Don't say um, who. Don't I'll, say who it's from. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll never disclose that. But I just have so many cool ideas and whatnot. I, and like even just looking at it, like looking at the plastics. There's so like I really with my design style I try and make it like real seamless. Yep. So for yeah. instance, you've got like that grey sticker on the fr- front guard, but the front guard's black. Mm. That's where I'm like, but that's I, see that's I that's my that's my shit design. <laughs> but so like I think that looks good running a bit of grey through that kit. But I, this is where I always ask my clients, what plastics are we working with? Yeah. Do yeah. you have a seat cover? Like, because that's going to then, if you, if you, like, we get clients that say, I want an all blue kit, and then they've got white plastics. Yeah. And you're like, bro, there's going to be like two, like, I always try and match the graphics to what the plastics. Yeah. So, for instance, if you, with that grey sticker on the front, I'd be saying, do you want me to hook you up with like with a grey plastic? Yeah. yeah. Because the overall look will look so much better. Yeah. So, do you supply plastics too? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we've got our own seat cover range as well so that's have, you, where have you had an issue getting plastics because i got a new sticker kit and i try to get those plastics and everyone was out of stock is it we've, we've got heaps of contacts so we've got like if we'll go to one of our suppliers if they don't have it we're on to the next three and then yeah. if worst case scenario mx store might have it or ebay yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> i don't necessarily send them ebay yeah. like it you just never know what you're gonna get but um usually like out of the four supplies we can get it but yeah. definitely during COVID it was really hard to get your hands on some yeah. um but then so for instance like a client might say I want an all grey kit and I, I want the grey plastics and then I go man we can't get grey and I said so here's your next options you can get black you can get blue but let's incorporate a bit of grey through it but yeah. we'll keep that base whatever the plastics are because then it's going to have a much better yeah the real keys better yeah but in then in another case, like our clients, whatever they want, if they say no, <laughs> I want that grey sticker on that black plastic. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll do what you want. But yeah. if don't I call me up and say, <laughs> oh, that doesn't look good. I warned you. I reckon. I'm glad you got that little TNC sticker on um 
on the frame, that's for sure. So. Yeah, well, we'll have to get new plastics and TNC graphics kit and we'll, we'll, we'll upload it. For sure. Get no, I've got so socials. many. I just look at, like, every single bike I look at and then I just have so many ideas. Like, I'm already, like, I don't necessarily, it doesn't just stop at the bike. Like, I go, all right, the seat cover, yeah, we'll probably do a different one with that. We could add in a bit of foil. Um, the stand that yeah, it's definitely foil. On, I'm the, the shiny guy. <laughs> <laughs> the bling. I'm yeah. all over the bling. Mate, you're gonna have to come move out to Western Sydney. <laughs> we had a client the other day, and he's like, "Oh, I really want the gold." I'm like, "So you want the Western Sydney starter yeah. pack?" <laughs> we have so much fun with our guys, like, and everyone has a laugh and that. But even like just looking at the stand, I'm like, "Nah, we need some graphics for that." And like, hey, I designed got, that. I thought that sticky sticker orientation was good. That looks like something. <laughs> you know when the kids have that sticker that's box you, and then they just stick a slap everything? That's yeah, you right that's now. That's him. 100%. Uh, honestly, we can, we can do it all. We've even got custom stand graphics and all that. So all right. Well, you know stay tuned because I'll be hooking up the stand because I've, I've been embarrassed. So I'll get a stand kit and we'll get a full new kit and <laughs> we'll upload it and then we'll... We'll blur out the images on it and we'll do like a before and after thing so we can have a look. I reckon you're going to – I'll see you in my inbox soon. You'll be like, wait, let's collab. I've <laughs> <laughs> got 162 <laughs> followers. Let's collab. And I'll be like, yeah, that sounds like who I'm after. As long as you're a mad C-word, <laughs> then we're all for it. <laughs> no, that's right. So we'll get that going. And thanks again for coming down. And Anytime. Anyone that's looking for mint sticky kit can go hit up TNC and they'll sort you out. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having me. See you, boys. Just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first song, I'll tell you in another. I'm just a regular, everyday.